Time is running out for Listener Request Month. You have until April 15th, the stroke of midnight, uh, 11.59, 11.59, 59, uh, on when the 15 become the 16. As uh, I always quote Cinderella, to, the last echo of yes. the last hole of the last bell of <laughs> yes. midnight. Yes. You have until then to get your requests in. So pick that phone up and call 856-347-7328. That's 856-DISSECT. Back it up if you need to hear the number again. Call us, let us know your name, where you're calling from, and the movie you'd like to hear us do. Quick little description. Keep them under a minute, and we will pick your selections for Listener Request Month sometime in April, end of April, leading into May. Very excited about this. One of our favorite times of the year. Get those calls in now. Welcome to Dissecting the 80s. I am Trip Lano, one half of the mega podcasting powers. And with me, as always, is a man who, like me, still needs to read the instructions every time he changes wiper blades. The Macho Mandrew. Andrew Lano. I bought new wiper blades, and they've been in my trunk for six months. <laughs> I still need to replace them. Like, they still kind of do that skipping thing. It takes like a minute. It does, do but it. I just keep forgetting. <laughs> I I outsource all car maintenance except uh, f- filling up the washer fluid and the, uh, the the wiper blade changing. I well, I also now I have um, a back wiper, which I guess mm. I got my car in 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2020. I was middle place, so I should replace that one too. But I'm like, ah, now I have to figure out what like figure out the size for that one and how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so one step at a it time. It should be in the manual. I'm sure it, it is. Yeah. Or you could just Google car year make model wiper sizes. Well, I could probably do it in the app because I have a my I have a Ford, oh, yeah, so it's got yeah. the special the, app. Yeah, the Ford app. Yeah. Uh, I uh, don't know anything about cars, but I do like this movie. I know how to change tires. That's true. I could change a tire. I could change a tire. Uh, we to... are celebrating the other half of January here at the end of March. <laughs> Thank you, COVID, uh, uh, and and uh, other various things. Uh, so this is our second half of our John Carpenter birthday month celebration. <laughs> Sorry, John, you're two months into your. We could say it's for Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, sure, that'll be the yeah. tie-in. <laughs> Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis somehow celebrating her Oscar win with a movie she is not in. No. <laughs> Big brain. Carpenter, you know. Big brain. Uh, we watched Christine, so you know what that means. We've got to go back. We've got to go dissect the 80s. It's your possessed car. Something about your possessed car. When the mega powers explode. I'm talking about the 80s. Great Scott. Of the crop. Ooh, 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 yeah. Mega power, yeah! When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. So we got two personal faves involved here. We got Stephen King with the original book this is based on, and we got John Carpenter, who obviously I love. Mm-hmm. Have you read the book? Yes, uh, once a long time ago. Okay, so you have like base, very base level knowledge of the book, I assume? Like you don't... Yeah, I've, this follows the book m- pretty closely from my memory of it. It's basically like Arnie gets the car, the car takes over his personality, and then all this kind of happens. Mm, okay. So uh, inc- there are s- several lines that I remember from the book that are verbatim in the movie. Oh, that's including cool. Including the one, the, uh, the one about... <laughs> 
really gross, but the old man who sells oh, yep. the car is like, yeah, the uh, new car, the finest smell in the world, except maybe for, and I was just like, oh, they're doing this exact line from the movie. How about that? Bingo! Or from the book, rather, sorry. Um, I feel like this is a weird pairing for Carpenter and Material. Yeah, he definitely treats it like, I don't want to say treats it like Halloween, but like he treats Christine like she's a person. The shape, yeah. Yeah, he treats Christine like she's the shape, like she is a person, a character, which I think is good, but it is definitely a a weirder pairing. Yeah, Uh, I feel like his movies are always sort of methodical and slow and not, I don't mean that as like a bad thing, like slow is fine, but this movie at this pace has always felt a little weird to me is I guess, I guess what I would say. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I also have a few like weird questions. It's sort of like gremlins that I'm like, well, what are the rules? Cause yeah. you're not a hundred percent clear. And it, right. the this was on IMDb. It says like, um, the opening sequence of Christine being quote unquote born in Detroit was added for the movie. The book gives no indication of her evil origins. And I was like, it's not an evil origin. It's, it's a car fact. It's it's not like Satanists right. walked in and like wiggled right. on like wrote in blood on the hood. It's just a car yeah, coming down yeah. the line. Like it's it doesn't yeah. answer any questions. Yeah, and so like that's something I was thinking about. So this movie, we, we start with the we just jump into it. So the, we're on the the auto line, which is we like, start with that to the bone. In a very cool. Way. Which yes, and I, that, the second that was what I was about to say. Second good needle trap. Third for me personally because uh, parent trap, but. Second good use. Did they do bad to the bone in parent trap? Yeah, when they're playing poker, and then uh, American Lindsay Lohan comes in and says, oh, "I'll take a whack at it," and she's got a sock full of quarters that she's swinging back and forth, and they drop. <laughs> they need- is she like? Is she like wearing a leather jacket or sunglasses? She's wearing sunglasses something? and her okay. and her like satin like varsity jacket. Okay, okay. Because British Lindsay uh, Lohan is like killing everyone in poker. I see. Or maybe it's flipped. I don't remember. <laughs> it's been a minute, but. <laughs> That's great. Uh, very good. Yeah. This is a song that I feel like if you heard on the radio, you'd be like, ugh. But like used right in a movie works fine. Here it's it's good. There's, but it's again, good. there's only the three. There's Terminator, this, yeah. and Parent yeah. Trap. All the other needle drops yeah. are just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like it's it, it became like a directed DVD comedy needle drop, right? It probably didn't cost very much. It's not like George Thorogood was super famous yeah. or, you know, whatever. And frankly, is like, hey, I'll take your check, you know? Sure. Uh, no shame. No, you know, someone to pay us for our podcast, I would let them do it. Easy movie shorthand, uh, I guess, but. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, it becomes, you know, the default song when the guy in the weird uh, National Lampoon sex comedy direct video is, <laughs> you know, gets a makeover or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> That's very specific, but yes, I see it. It's it's like I just like all those ones I never watched, but you'd pick up the cover and it was like some woman whose head was cropped out, but it was just her boobs, and then three dudes doing the whoa face. It's Van like, Wilder, yeah, right, like Van the, the Van Wilder origins or whatever the hell, and it would be like that kind of movie would use it. Is how I feel like I see it, but yeah, you you made a what you said made me think about this though is like. So the cars are rolling down the assembly line, or I guess this is more like inspection line. Like yeah, the, they're doing last, like looks last looks or final. Yeah, quality control. I don't know. Yeah, that's probably that's probably what this this stage of the assembly is, and all the cars are white or sort of a cream color except Christine. And so, like, I thought we were gonna do some sort of like blood in the paint thing. 
I mean, I, I'm kind of I'm glad there's no solid explanation for why she's red. Yeah, I will say yeah. that. Um, because when Stephen King tries to explain too much, you're like, okay, oh, we're, oh, we're falls already in the weeds. Yeah, <laughs> back, back up a tick. Hold on. Uh, but I, I so it's these awesome looking. This is a, it's a '58 Plymouth Fury. Uh, great looking car, fins, chrome, all that yeah, stuff. I've said before, with it, Christine is my dream car. Yeah, it's an awesome. Like when people car. talk about that, I'm like, I was like something like Christine, and people are like yeah. the possessed car. I'm like, yeah, like it's <laughs> it's cool. Look at it. Looking. Yeah, but convertible. Yeah. yeah, the the problem is those cars look amazing, and then you ride in them, and it's like being inside a washing machine. I know. I want that car, like chassis or is that what you call it yeah. the outside yeah uh-huh. and then just well frame chassis. and then put all the yeah, new put all the good stuff in there give me yes. the bluetooth i'm surprised i'm surprised this hasn't become a thing where it's like you put modern suspension in this old looking shell so that i but bet it is beyond somewhere. the radio and stuff yeah beyond the radio stuff you're talking about they also like the suspension well, that yeah yeah, yeah. i just shock absorbers like all that stuff it's just like the cars can rattle your teeth out um so did old hoods not have that pole support thingy I guess this one didn't because it's 1958, which like yeah. could might as well be a thousand years ago in terms of yeah. any kind of safety for anything. Uh, also, this this hood probably weighs three times as much as the hood of your car today. Oh my god, like, it probably weighs more than my probably... car. The hood weighs yeah, more than my uh, car. <laughs> the 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 weight of a Plymouth Fury is probably three times what uh, a modern like crossover SUV is. Yeah, because the it, her first not kill her first attack. Some guy like yeah. lifts the hood and puts his hand on it and like goes to inspect something and it drops. Um, and I've seen this movie before a couple times, um, but this was the first time I've watched it in a while. And I was like, immediately my brain like clicked in some weird way. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to think of Christine as a strong, independent woman who won't take disrespect from anybody. And if you think of it that way, suddenly a lot yeah, of this yeah, movie yeah. makes sense. Yeah, that's that's true. That is a good point. That's, that's sort of exactly the character. You've nailed it in one there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did look it up. Christine doesn't weigh that much more than a modern uh, similar vehicle. That's surprising. Really? I guess. I guess. Uh, I bet what it is is the modern safety features are heavier. Airbags oh, that makes like, sense. The the more elaborate seatbelts because like Christine definitely just has the little lap guy. Yeah, probably. There's no shoulder harness on a Christine seatbelt. I would I would not think. Um, also, while we're pegging this movie in time, so the car's 25 years old at the at the time the movie happens. Although no, it's 20. Bernie says 20. Well, the the car is a 58 Fury, and this movie came out in 83. But it takes so place saying, in 78. Like, oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, we are... If it takes place in 78, it is six years before the law changed to make the drinking age 21, which is why all the high schoolers in this movie can very easily buy beer. Gotcha. And I was, I kept being like, they just walk into the liquor store. There's not even like, hey, I got my fake ID. It's like, oh, right. The liquor laws changed like relatively shortly before I was born. Yeah. You got to Your drinking age can be whatever you want states. But if it's under 21, you can't have road funding. Yes. Yes. Uh, but there's a couple great shots here in the beginning. We, I love the 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 guys in the bay underneath the cars. Like, I always love that, like as a that. concept, that someone's job yeah, is to be yeah. under there, like the mole people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it always freaks me out whenever I do one of those like like Jiffy Lube type where you like drive through and they do the oil change because mm-hmm. there's always somebody underneath. And oh, I'm see, just, mine like, isn't up. Man. Mine mine has a a lift. Not, I don't think it has. I don't, I don't think mine has it underneath. It's too small. 
So, yeah, the the one that I used to go to by my old job had the guy underneath and it was like you'd drive in and I kept it. I was always just like, well, hope my car isn't the one that falls through the floor and kills a person <laughs> that I have to live with forever. They also don't let you drive in anymore. They you you pull up to the back and give them your keys. So it's on them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But still, like you're watching it happen. You know, it's like I, it would just be such a horrific thing to watch your car do that. But um, I love that. And then there's a really great shot off the rear the side view mirror of one of the cars of the guy who's the inspector walking down the line mm-hmm. and then he comes to Christine and does just before he gets his hand smashed like you said I just I really liked both of those um but his hands get mangled and then another guy comes uh who I looked up and didn't write down what movie he was from <laughs> he's a character actor we've featured on this show before but he's in this movie for 45 seconds so I'm not going to feel too bad about this but he's smoking a big stogie he gets in this car with everything is like covered in plastic to you know protect it as it's transported and stuff and then he like sits down exhales a big puff of stogie smoke and then, and then ashes. ashes on the front seat I'm like my man this is a new car what are you doing I know it's plastic covered but Although, you know what? I would be willing to bet that most things in the late 50s, early 60s just <laughs> had <true>. a smoke smell. <laughs> a, a fine layer of ash. Yeah, between things. cigarettes and cigars, it was just like everything kind of had a little smoke to it. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of wish that Christine had like specific car-based power. Like, sure. The seatbelt can strangle you or the, she yes. squishes someone later. But she clearly also has some kind of like ethereal magic to just yes. like choke people to death. Yeah. So which I, like what? Dis- I distinctly remember there being a seatbelt related thing in this movie. And I'm wondering if I'm confusing it with the Futurama episode that riffs on this. Which honestly, I like a little better. <laughs> well, it's the shorter version of the story. This story is not a 110 minute story. It, this is a 90 is minute it. story. Like we're yeah. come on. Uh, they're also remaking it. Apparently, doesn't make movies like that. Yeah, I I saw that in the wiki, but I I it's been so long since there's an update. I would be sh- surprised if that wasn't like quietly dead. Yeah, although I think you could do a little more with it now, like logistically. Yeah, because I kept thinking I was like, so does Christine need gas? Because oh, that's a good point. I googled it, and the average mile, like miles, you can go on one tank of gas for a fifty-eight Plymouth Fury is two hundred and fifty-seven, which is like nothing. So yeah, if Christine is chasing you, just a go get higher ground, baby. Go up yeah. a concrete structure, whatever, and then right. just Cliff. wait because two fifty-seven yeah. and she's dead. Yeah, theoretically. Yeah, it doesn't seem it doesn't seem like Christine needs gas. Somehow. No, but a little bit of explanation for that. Because in Futurama, it's like, oh, it's a it's a electric car, which is exactly right, what the new right. one would be. That like, yes, it's yeah, they wouldn't say Tesla, but it would be a Tesla. Yeah, it would it would definitely not be a vintage vehicle, but it would that would be tough because I feel like I feel like the part that makes this make sense a little bit is the fact that it is an old car and he does have to do a lot of work on it. And it's sort of like the oh, you mean like fixing it up? The, yeah, yeah. Like the the I feel like the reason why Christine selects Arnie, so to speak, is because he does all this work to the car and sort of like makes the effort. He goes, you know, and does he's scrounging for these parts and he's doing this and that on the car, you know, the wiper blades and then this this hubcap and the stuff that we see him doing. To which Christine is like, Okay, you're worthy of my powers, and then she sort of bestows them on him. Gotcha. I also like 
it wasn't that's how i take it anyway i, I like that read um it just like it wasn't clear to me because arnie eventually figures out that christine is alive in some capacity but doesn't right right but doesn't quite seem to realize she's murderous but also kind of does and so i was yeah i don't i i don't i don't know how to read that either that drove me nuts i was like give me something like and i don't want christine to have a voice but i want arnie to talk to christine as though he's yes. with like silences and then him respond like yeah. i want him to have full conversations with a silent car yeah i like that idea and and i think if they did it now they would do the cuter thing of like it'd be like bumblebee and the car would use the radio to talk back mm-hmm. which i wouldn't want no but well I no it's like a idea what you're talking about these days it would just be a fucking a tesla that has a screen and can drive itself and will talk to you because it has a little onboard yeah. thing yeah that's probably true um this uh i can't i did keith gordon is the actor's name who plays uh arnie this is a great example of a thing we've talked about a bunch on this show where you get the right circumstances, the right director, the right script, the right, you know, time in the life. And you can get a great performance out of somebody who doesn't give them another places that you don't, you know, it's like, and mm-hmm. no disrespect to Keith Gordon, but like, this is far and away the best work of his whole. Career. Oh my God. And he's, he's very good in this movie. His, but he, his like, crazy face, crazy eyes is like unmatched. Yes. Yes, yes. And we, you know, we did Back to School not that long ago in this show that he's also in, and he's, like, fine in it. Yeah, you know, it's not like he's, he's there. awful. Right, right. He's, like, replacement level, maybe slightly above replacement level. But here he's genuinely very good. It's a, it's an excellent performance, including his intro. So we see Christine, and then we flash forward. We see the, the kills happen, and then we... Um, One kill. Flash forward. I don't yeah. think she... Well, sorry, I hope that guy doesn't die from that. Although it's die. the 50s, yeah. who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry, we got to cut it off. Like, what? It's just a broken finger. <laughs> no, it's coming off. Uh, this is a 10 out of 10 nerd performance. And it's done. And credit to, you know, Carpenter for the staging and the person, you know, who who picked out the outfit, the costume designer and and, and Keith Gordon here as well. And, and the actress who plays his mother, whose name I didn't write down. So She's I apologize. Rose Nyland's daughter in The Golden Girls. <laughs> Oh, that's right. I knew I recognized her. She's, she, her IMDb is wild. Like, it's like a hundred credits and all of them are one single episode of a television show, basically. Yeah. I think it's the episode where like Rose is bad with money. We find out and she's like, or no, her husband is bad with money and she lied about it. Her, his whole like afterlife or since he died. So her, her daughter's like, oh, let's go through the finances. And she's like, there isn't anything. Because yes, she didn't want to yes. say that her, you know, her late husband was bad with money. Yeah, I've seen that one. I know the one you're talking about. Um, but so he's like late for school. His friend Dennis comes to pick him up and like, you know, honks on the horn. The mom is doing the typical like, your radio's too loud kind of thing. I roll, white lady. Yeah. Out comes Arnie, dressed like a d- huge nerd. At, like the physicality of his performance is really nerdy. And then, of course, the trash bag blows out. And mm-hmm. He's just like... You can see the like, oh my God, I have to do this now. And the mom's just like, I'll deal with it. You go to school. Here's your lunch. And he's like sort of tiptoeing through. No, he's splashing. She's tiptoeing. He's, he's a doofus. And he's just like splish splashing through the puddle because he has no elegance. He looks like he's trying to tiptoe though. He's coming down like an elephant, but only on the, the, you know, the ball. Yeah, maybe. But it's just, it's great. And then I I uh, will say, I I wish they like did a little something with makeup. To like make his face look splotchy or like pimply. Yes. Because later yeah, the bullies yeah, call yeah, him yeah. Pizza Face, and I was like, motherfucker, his skin is porcelain. 
Yeah, yeah, you're right. And and it would also go a long way toward the sort of transition landing cuz what they do instead is the the classic he takes his glasses off and he's hot now. It's pro- well it's no, uh, it's prom night too. It's Hello Mary right, Lou, right. literally. Right. 80s to 50s. Uh, but it's like it should be that his skin clears up and he, you know, his hair, you know, gets a new haircut or whatever. You know, it's instead it's just like, "Hey, I don't need glasses anymore." Well, then he turns like, into I a just greaser. You don't need them. Yeah, yeah. Which is so weird. But I love the mom being like, try and keep this cold. There's a yogurt in there. And I'm like, lady, what do you want to do? Like, yes. Do you expect him to just like break into the teacher's lounge and put it in a fridge? What are we doing? We're not in the reusable era where you could throw a little freezer pack in there if you need it. Right. Like you needed to put a little baggie of ice cubes in if you wanted to keep his lunch cold. Yeah. It's also another movie friendship of like, why are they friends? So here's my read, and this isn't what the movie tells you. This feels like we grew up on the same street or we went to the same summer camp, right? And then Mm -hmm. ended up going to high school together. And so we have this established friendship, but we're now outside of the context in which our friendship makes any sense to anyone. And so we're both- What year are they? Oh, they're seniors, right? They're, I believe- Because I think he says- we should apply for the same colleges next year. So they might, juniors they might then. be juniors. Yeah. Um, but this is the big conversation between the two where Dennis is like, Hey Arnie, I think it's time we get you late. And I was like, well, it seems like there's a number of hurdles in the way here. <laughs> namely Arnie is not interested. <laughs> yeah. Namely Arnie himself is just sort of like indifferent. <laughs> I don't need you to do that for me. I'm not ready yet. Also, he says, uh, you but need I, a girl to say- get laid. And I was like, well, you know, you don't need, you know, <laughs> yeah. there's other options. It was, 19, it was 1978. I know. <laughs> uh, I I do like, though, the like the different social thing is like there doesn't seem to be because you would think this would turn into, oh, this guy is losing his mind. I don't give a shit about him anyway. I have my cool football friends. See a later nerd. But he genuinely seems to care about Arnie. He's, yeah. he's wanting to, you know, wanting to be part of his life and and. He comes to his defense and tries to. It, it's weird in this opening scene because a bunch of people who are Dennis's friends are like, "Shut the fuck up, Cunningham! You're a loser!" And he doesn't do anything just to help him out. I agree, but then also like Arnie's clearly chiming in in the same like razzing yes. your friends way, and I'm like, these are good razzes. Yes. So like, yes. it's weird that he's not a part of the friend group. Right, right, right. And it, it, it's it's the very clearly like you're not in this circle and you're acting like you are. And yeah, so it makes everybody a little awkward. Uh, we go to we go to shop class where he's being bullied by. I swear to God, this actor is 24. I looked it up and what? did the math. He looks 40 years old. Well, first of all, he's dollar store John Travolta. Yes, uh, dumpster behind the dollar store. John Travolta. Don Travolta in Carrie, specifically, I will say. He literally, it literally <laughs> yeah, looks yeah, like yeah. Carpenter was like, I want that one. And they were like, well, you yeah. can't, that, that movie's six years old and, and he doesn't do that yeah. anymore. He's like, that one. Yeah. I want that one. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, this is his stunt double? Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. Yeah, 24 looked very different in 1983. We've had this discussion before. Yeah. Uh, so Dennis comes, Arnie's being bullied and this bully escalates to pulling a knife, which I feel like is a very different category of bullying. <laughs> this is, this is much, much more dangerous. Uh, so Dennis is like trying to help 
and he ends up knocking the knife away from the main bully. And the second bully gives him like a seatbelt grab and then reaches around and just scrunches his nuts. It's one of the wilder things I've seen in a movie. I mean, effective though. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it puts him down. I thought it was gonna be like a knock at the door, like like a punch, club to the nuts. Yeah, but no, he it's just squoes. Like, yeah, a squoes. He also stabs his yogurt, which like yes. I always remember. Yeah, because it's like it doesn't act like yogurt; it acts like a milk carton. Yeah, it like it's pours out. Very bizarre. It's it's more gogurt like than yogurt like. Definitely more of a more of a runny gogurt for sure. Yeah. Uh, and the teacher drops in, you know, sort of saves the day, de-escalates this a little bit, but does the classic teacher thing of, well, bullied kid, why don't you tell me here in front of your bully about the bullying that happened? It's like, wh- hey, buddy, no. There's there's a reason they use interrogation rooms and, and stuff for these kinds of things. Like, perhaps you could take the some of the students to the office and ask them individually what happened. Although, to be fair... Uh, Dennis did already say John Travolta was being a bully and pulled out a knife. So Dennis is already yes. accused. He's already been. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is it Goody Proctor? Who does the accusing? In I think that's right. I think that's right. But the funny thing is, is like, there was never any part where it was like, oh, Dennis is going to get the blowback. It's like, well, they're going to kill Arnie now. Yeah. Because of what Dennis did. Uh, so. They, they're going home that day in Dennis's car. Arnie's like, stop the car, stop the car. And he gets out and we see Christine for the first time truly having fallen apart. It, yeah, uh, it is uh, a mess. In the side yard of this home, owned by the guy from uh, Home Alone, the mysterious neighbor, Mr. Marley. Yeah. Uh, and he's wearing this weird back brace that looks like a yes. parachute. Yes, yes. Or like an old bulletproof vest or... I couldn't stop thinking about this. The the life jackets from the movie Titanic. Yes, I mean I haven't seen Titanic, but yes, I know I know the reference. To me, it, they have there were all the straps, and I was like, it looks like he's he's yeah. parachuting. He's gonna pull the cord. Yeah, it's definitely a back brace. But I was like, why are you showing me this old man in his back brace? Like, what, shouldn't he just be in a tank top? Like, wouldn't that make all of this easier? Because he's the weird harbinger. Well, and the other thing I was thinking about later is like, did Christine hurt him? I mean, that would be a fun little flavor to throw into the movie, yeah. but the, the, with a 110-minute runtime, how can you spare any minutes? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, There's yeah, nowhere no, to fit it. Yeah. There's nowhere to 110 goddamn minutes. <laughs> yeah, this movie has is, is one of those ones that has like a really solid opening 30 to 40 and a really good last 30 to 40, and you're like, most of this middle you could have chopped Yeah, we could skim 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 yeah uh so he, they, they go back and forth about buying the car arnie ends up spending what in today's dollars is about 800 bucks on this car which seems pretty crazy yeah i didn't i didn't think to do the math on that but today this car is worth 250 dollars max yeah yeah i mean yeah the to the right you know somebody who knows how to do the work that arnie does could probably do it um, we had found out earlier in the movie that Arnie's parents were furious that he took shop class, which seems so ludicrous to me of like, no matter how smart your kid is and what college they're going to get into and, you know, whatever advanced degree you think they're going to get, like, you don't think they have the use for like basic home and car maintenance <laughs> skills. That's yeah. It's his parents are weird because at first it seemed like his mom is his stepmom. Like the way it yes. was described yep. almost sounded like a stepmom, but that's not the case. 
Yeah, and not in the way that you pervs out there are thinking. No, not like that. And like, she's not like a religious. Like, she doesn't have any. There's there's no reason for her to be right. as harsh as she is. And his dad doesn't right. seem to be particularly harsh. So it's sort of like, well, I need something the, here. The dad seems like the pushover who goes along with mom's tough discipline stuff. And she just seems like a hardcore disciplinarian for you know reasons we never really see in the movie. But they're incredibly hard on him. Uh, so we're in the kitchen, you know. Because like normally the kid you're hard on is like the kid that like he's got hard on. Nope. <laughs> the kid that like his parents are really hard on him and like mean is the kid that's like underachieving or like a fuck up. Yeah. Or it's like I am the the football star and my dad, you know, is put is a pusher. Right. It's not often you get like I'm a nerd. I'm a high achieving nerd and my parents are mean yes. to me. It just I yeah. just don't get it. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And he rattles this, like, you feel for him very well here, both from the performance and, and, and the writing, too, where he's like, hey, man, you wanted me to be in chess club instead of the band? I took the, the chess club. You wanted me to get good grades? I've gotten straight A's. Like, what? I've done everything you ever asked of me, and I earned the money to buy this car. The only thing I'm asking you to do is co-sign the registration, which I'm also paying for. And I have, I'm like, there's really no argument against this kid. Yeah, I can't. Right? It's, it's so crazy. weird. I needed more. Again, I needed a little more, like, explanation for this. Yeah. But again, where do you find the time? Exactly. Can't. 110 minutes. You can't squeeze. There's nowhere to trim. Uh, uh, Pointed out here as well, our boy Dennis drinking just a full glass of milk for no reason. Well, because also cake or cookie in sight. Mom seems to hate Dennis, and I'm like, okay, but why? Because he's like football star, like popular, nice guy. So I don't get why you hate Dennis. Also, right, right. There seems to be no indication that Dennis is. A, a, anything but like an average or maybe he's above average student like he's 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 not clearly not in the smart classes with arnie but he's not an idiot like yeah. you see him speaking he's he's like perfectly intelligent isn't like a bad kid right it's not like he's smoking he's not and he's not a what, what was leave it to beaver kid who was fake an eddie haskell yeah he wasn't an eddie haskell like so i don't right. i can't figure out it's why. inexplicable and they're like, you shouldn't have let him do this. And he's like, I didn't let him. I told him not to. He and he ignored himself. me. What am I? Yeah. Yeah. And then and the, I just love the scene button where Arnie storms out because the parents are like, you can't keep the car here. And and Dennis is like, well, thanks for the milk. <laughs> and just leaves the house. Uh, so we go to take it to this garage where you can, you know, it's like a uh, public garage. You can rent space to work on your own vehicle for people that don't have that space at home. Uh, and it's owned by Robert Prosky, the ticket had, taker from Last Action Hero. Well, I was going to say a really great run in the early '90s where he was that gentleman as well as the bus driver who hits on Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, that's right! I forgot he was that. I hope you have something nice and warm to go home to. He likes the European look, right? Yeah, yeah. The when the uh, the the hosiery falls, stocking falls down her hosiery. Yeah, yeah. Uh, why that line lives in my brain. The warm Who the thing? Knows? Yeah. I don't know. What was his name in uh, the last sec? I wrote Ticket Taker everywhere, but he had a name. I feel like I remember... Yeah. I'm not going to remember, but he, I, I remember I, everything I, else about that stupid movie, <laughs> but... Yeah. That movie fucking... It ruins. does. I, sh- I, I don't say stupid derogatorily. 
That okay. Gr- I was gonna say we're we're you're, you're gonna end up getting that movie annexed into. We're gonna our rules are gonna be seventy eight to ninety two plus last action. No, I am fine with that. I I really <laughs> like it's just too long. Is my only critique yes, of that movie. It is too long. It is too long. But that movie is fantastic. It's brilliant. It is. It is. It's, it's the I, it's, it's the action version of, the f- of fucking uh, Roger Rabbit. Yes, it's one of the few times when I was right then and I'm right now. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whereas, like, I I had the I had a, a dissenting opinion then. Like most people thought it was shitty, and I was like, "No, this is great," and I was right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it's great. History has made me correct. Do people is that one that people talk about now? I definitely think there's been some some positive reevaluation of of Last Action Hero in the last five to ten years okay. for sure. I still don't, I mean, it's not like, I, and I wouldn't even go, it's like, oh, it's a masterpiece. No, like, but it is a very good but movie. But it's a genuinely great, fun movie, yeah. That I'm shocked hasn't been remade. Yeah. I think we've had well, this it was, conversation it before. it was a disaster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they put it out the same fucking week as Jurassic Park. It's like one of the most inexplicable decisions <laughs> what I've were ever, you thinking? ever conceived of. Yeah, I, like, you really thought Steven Spielberg doing a dinosaur movie wasn't going to be a just unbelievable, unbridled smash success? It's th- truly one of the most incomprehensible release decisions I can think of. Yeah, I wouldn't put anything. I would put I, maybe like an animated movie. Even then, this is going to be like a big, it just, it's just bonkers to me. It's inex- it's inexcusable and inexplicable is what it is. I agree. It's like Sp- Spielberg coming off what he had come off of leading up to that. What was his last movie before that? that? I mean, I guess, I guess you're correct in that that was like sort of the non-blockbuster period where he does like. Cocoon? Uh, I've been, I've actually. No, that was Ron Howard. Not, not, yeah, yeah. Uh, always is the title of one of them. I'm pretty sure he does some like drama stuff in that time period. The color purple might be in there too. Oh, I forgot he did right color after. purple. Yeah, I'm actually. I've decided. I give myself a dumb little entertainment project every year. Last year, this is your Steven watch. Spielberg year. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going full Spielberg. I'm gonna fill, finishing out the catalog, which is like, other than the Tom Cruise movies, is mostly. <laughs> Just the depressing dramas. So it's going to be interesting to see what this is like. Yeah. Uh, but I've been going Lincoln. Through. I watched a bunch of his TV. Yeah, I'm going to be doing Lincoln and The Post and uh, Munich. It's going to be at Schindler's List. It's going to be a tough year. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, so Christine's in the garage. Prosky's there. And Arnie starts working. And they do like a nice uh, couple of shots here, not quite montage, but showing Arnie doing all this work on Christine. And there's this great bit with Prosky and another guy who clearly works there, hangs out there all the time being like, would you look at this kid? He's doing the windshield wipers. And then he's got, you know, a broken windshield underneath. He's doing this as if he has ADHD. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, uh, when they showed the Arnie out in the lot, like picking through the parts, like, the Prosky, and we learn later, Prosky was like, you can take anything you want out of the trash pile. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, no shit he's doing it piecemeal. He found the wipers, and then he was like, okay, I'll put these on. And then I go out and find a hubcap. Okay, I put this on. Yeah, like, fair. What do you want him to do? Make a big pile of parts and then work in order? It's like, yeah, of course. He's trying to get some, you know, as you said, ADHD. He needs the, the dopamine pile. That's how, yeah, that's how, that's how that works. You start one thing, you realize that you have something to do the next thing, so you're just going to jump to that real quick, and while you're doing that, you yeah. realize, oh, well, hang on, here's a piece for this other thing in the back let me go and do that and before you know it yeah you got a quarter of the pro- of the car done and none of it makes sense <laughs> and your wife's like weren't you gonna hang that picture today and i'm like oh yeah um also i installed these shelves that i cut and built and fitted myself yeah it's or for me it's always like oh yeah no i that's 
that's still curing the three M hooks. They they need a cure for an hour, and in that hour, I realized I had all these other things to do. So, timer's going off. Uh, <laughs> I should see a doctor. Um, but this this rolls into this great bit with Prosky having like the inability to communicate of all men of this era, where he's like, "Hey, kid." What are you doing digging through all my trash pile? I, you know, I told you you could look in there. But he's, he's, he said, all of it. I, I didn't realize you were going to take, like, rebuild your whole car. I thought you were going to take a few yeah. things or something. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, uh, how about if, uh, you know, you do some things around here and we call it even and I pay you for it. And it's just like, oh, okay. Like, you're trying to be nice. Mm-hmm. But you just don't know. You just truly don't understand how to do that. Like, you you do not possess the skills required to just be nice here. Well, apparently and in then, the books, he's a smuggler of some kind. That I have no recollection. Arnie, when so Arnie is, like, working for him, as a, he's working for him as, like, a runner. I don't know what he's smuggling, oh, but that's what Arnie's doing. Okay. Interesting. Probably drugs, knowing Stephen or maybe King at the time. stolen car parts? Nothing. Yeah, that would make sense if it was a chop shop. That would be the more logical thing if it was a chop shop. But I feel like this is great. This this interplay is great because Arnie is like, oh, I guess I'll think about it with a big smile, like very clearly being like, oh, thanks. But like sort of playing the same game. And he's like, well, don't think about it too long, kid. Jesus. And then I'll throw you out. And it's like, well, there it is. It's like, okay. <laughs> he was playing the game that you opened the door to. What the fuck are we doing here? So now Dennis is in... What I thought was study hall in the library. Yeah. And they're talking about the new girl in is town. Is it not? Is it not study hall? I don't know, because later he, he sits across from the new girl, and the librarian's like, did you get lost? Go back to your seat. And I was like, it's a library. Oh, I think the librarian is trying to be like, you're pestering this girl. Stop it. I thought she was trying to be like good, good friend. Could be. But I, was, I thought I was, yeah. that was like, I was like, what do you mean his own seat? This is a library. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, doing some library flirting uh with Lee, the new girl, and we find out uh just shortly after this after she rejects him, she's like I already have a date for the football game. Uh we find She's out kind of a discount pretty- uh Nancy Thompson. Yes, and also in the last scene she her hair and clothes are basically Laurie Strode's outfit from the end of Halloween. It's like a blue shirt yeah. and blue pants and the haircut is the same. <laughs> Yeah. Although her shirt is like open with another one underneath. I was like, wow, did you just like take Lori's <laughs> outfit and hand it to this actress? Uh, but we find out Christine's previous owner died inside the car. And so- and then Dennis goes to see the guy from uh, Home Alone who proceeds to rattle off Christine's All of the deaths. All of the deaths that have happened <laughs> in around Christine. And this is the point of the movie where I was like, oh, that explains Christine's three teardrop tattoos on her <laughs> It's like that that explains a lot. I was wondering why it had those. Yeah. Uh his so it's old man from Home Alone's brother killed himself in the car last. His wife yes. killed herself in the car first and then his daughter yes. choked to death in the car. Yes. Which is one of Christine's weird nebulous powers that doesn't make any goddamn sense. Right. And so like I feel like what this should be is the seat belt like jamming someone yes. back into the seat as they take a bite which causes them to choke. Mhm. Exactly. Or the car doing something physical that, yeah, instead of it just being like, oh, you took a bite of a sandwich in me. How dare you? Which, again, disrespect. She doesn't want anyone eating in her. Christine treats her car like you do. (laughs) I used to. I don't anymore. Yeah. Well, because she treats herself, I should say. You were eating... You were eating an ice cream cone, and I had had the car for less than three months. I still defend my... What's an ice cream? I thought it was a milkshake. 
No, you were eating an ice cream cone, and I said, can we just wait until we're done our ice cream? And you were like, no, let's go. And I was like, you're not eating that in my car. I just got it. And you got very upset with me. I stand behind this. It wasn't like I think you're a sloppy boy. Ice cream cones can break and drip in weird ways. <laughs> I stand behind this. Yeah. Chris- you can eat in my car all you want now. Christine's got Christine's got her rules. She will not be disrespected. <laughs> exactly. By any means necessary. I did, not, I did not come all this way and drive all these miles to have some dumb- Some teeny bopper. Get fucking yeah, burger penis. grease all over my leather seats. <laughs> exactly. Who would, who would play her? Moment, moments after fondling each other in the front <laughs> my seat. My boyfriend. Yeah. Inside me. Exactly. How dare you? Yes. Exactly. I feel like it's like sort of an Ursula energy. So like anybody you would want to play Ursula would be this. So like um what's what's I don't I want to say Titus but is that Titus the Burgess. Mm-hmm. The yeah, he plays name? is himself. Yeah. Okay. I could see him doing like a sassy Christine. I mean, character. if if we're doing gay Christine then yes, 100% yeah. he's the energy I want. But I was thinking yeah. about like someone like cold and like a Kate uh, Blanchett. Can't kill it. Great, great pull there for sure. Um, or you know what? I feel like Katie Seagal. I feel like I want to let her do Smart House again. Yeah, Katie Seagal could definitely pull this off. She did in Smart House. Acidic edge to her. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I was also thinking like I don't want it to be Meryl Streep, but I want the character to be a lot like the Devil Wears Prada character. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Except without this. Except without the warm center that we eventually find very, very, very deep below the ice. Very briefly. And yeah, and deeply, yes, yeah. I like someone sort of aloofly mean mm-hmm. is, I guess, what I'm getting at. Yeah, I would, I would watch any of the versions of this movie. Although, again, I don't know that she needs to talk. I don't. I, I think I, I truly do not want Christine to talk. But yeah, I'm happy to see these versions. Right, because if she does talk, you're basically just doing Hal from 2001: A Space Odyssey. Mm-hmm. But in a modern car, she would talk to you. you yeah. Know? She would be, maybe that's what they're going to do with Megan next. It would, it would make sense. It would make sense. Yeah. That, I mean, honestly, but yeah, Christine, a, a, a movie in the Megan universe. I'm, 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 I'm okay with that. Yeah. It would make, it would make much, it would make as much sense as the movie Megan does, which is very little, but I liked it. I liked the movie to be clear, but it would make, it would be the more logical way. Cause you, you wouldn't, you just wouldn't have a movie now where like a 20, an 18 year old or 17 year old kid in high school is by like a 90s dodge neon right it wouldn't be cool. <laughs> and if it was yeah exactly that was exactly right yeah and it was like it would have to be a 70s car which is like quite old and then they'd have to be very technically skilled which i feel like is fewer and fewer people today not that it was every person back then either but but yeah i think I, I it makes yeah, sense. The idea of it being like a ninety ne- nineties neon or Toyota Tercel is just really tickling. <laughs> a Honda Civic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like the lamest, boxiest, shittiest night. Or you know what? It's it's a it could be a Ford Contour. I feel like our yeah, car cool. was not a, a Contour that the least killer car. car. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just I I really wanted to be the '88 Toyota Tercel that our grandmother drove forever. That was like triangles and right angles. Was oh, that the one she took cross country? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she sold it to my friend uh, Jeff growing up. Oh, I forgot about that. I assume crank yeah. windows. Crank windows. It only had one uh, passenger w- uh, mirror. Like there wasn't a mirror on the passenger side. It was oh, like for the, the flip down, you mean? Side. Or no, the outside mirrors. There was only one on the driver's side, and it wasn't what? like it broke off and no one fixed it. It was like by default only had one backup mirror. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. 
I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But just like that car that was just like what a kid's drawing of a car looks like, where it's like a box. All right. A right. A, uh, well, it's like a box with a snout a, and, and wheels. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, uh, right triangle for the front and then a, and a square and then a less angular right triangle for the back. And then we put wheels on it. Uh huh. Yeah. That's what I want. Titus Burgess voicing a Toyota Tercel. <laughs> you will respect me. Just like slap someone. No with... eating burgers in this vehicle. It like un- the seatbelt unclips so fast it like hits you in the face with the buckle. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like, excuse yeah, me. Exactly did I not say yeah. no food? Oh, oh, I just figured it out. The choking thing. The seat should just wham all the way into the back seat. That would make oh, you choke. Back, you if you mean. took a yeah. bite of the sandwich and it just fell back into the back seat while you had taken a bite, you would it would lodge in your throat. Yeah. I mean, new cars can't do that because it's... <laughs> <laughs> My car has the old school, you, you pull it. You have a lever? Back. Yeah. I don't. It's, well, because... So I, I only make that reference in my head because some YouTuber I like was did a video like making fun of survival hacks from a weirder YouTube mm-hmm. channel. And one of them was like, if someone's in your back seat, slam your, slam your seat back into them. And he was like, okay. And then he showed his car being doing the very slow, like, <laughs> was that, uh, uh, Eddie Burback? That feels like an Eddie Burback. Joke. No, it was, it, it was Danny Gonzalez who was in the okay. rainforest cafe video. Got it. Got it. Um, so Christine is getting younger as Arnie is fixing her, which we see the odometer being like a little bit lower and this doesn't really pay off at all. No. Like later we see Christine's odometer hit zero and I was like, well, what, what am I, I thought so getting from this? when it hits zero later, I, th- I was like, is that supposed to be like, did that, was that more impactful in 83 or whatever when things weren't digital? Like, did it mean that she had been going so far that she started over? Was that what that was supposed well, to she, mean? No. No, because she's going backward through the whole movie. Like every time we see the odometer, it's oh, is it? I did not catch that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because when they buy it, he says it says ninety three thousand miles, Arnie. It's probably a hundred ninety three thousand miles. Like this car's the junk, you know. Mm, Okay, it's like eighty eight here, and then it's you know I forget the rest of the numbers in betwixt, but it's always going down. I didn't catch that. Um, Arnie also starts dressing progressively more like a cool fifties teen. Yes. Like what yeah, it what is, a concerned parent thinks a cool teen dresses like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And no one comments on this at all. Like, no. Like, at one point Dennis is like, Where are your glasses? And he's like, Eh, I don't need them anymore. And it's like, okay, how talk about the leather jacket and the fact that you have a pack of cigarettes rolled up in your sleeve? Like, what's happening? Yeah, <laughs> like this red leather jacket that you stole from fucking James Dean. Like, what happened here? Yeah. <laughs> Who are you? Because in in Brown Knight too, they comment on it, right? They're like, "You're dressing right. weird, right? Like, why are you? Why are you? Where did you get those clothes? What are you doing? What are these saddle shoes?" Yeah. Uh, so we cut to the football game, and it's very clear that either whomever wrote this or John Carpenter do not know anything about football. Well, first, the things uh, Dennis goes to after he learns about Christine's deaths, he goes to visit Christine and like tries to break it, like pull her oh, open. That's right. That's right. And yeah, he like yeah. hits the door to try and unlock it because people always try that. And her because I wrote down a lot of her needle drops because I like them. Yeah. Uh, and the radio turns on. It says, "Keep on knocking, but you can't come in." It's a song. It's a, a yeah. voice doesn't speak it. It's a song. It says, "Yeah, yeah." Keep on knocking, but you can't come in. And so he runs away. Yeah, yeah. The, I I will say I the the songs that they pick that the fact they're all like classic rock and roll songs like that. 
and that the car is communicating in like very blunt ways, I like a lot. Every time that, that Carpenter does that, it works for me. It's smart. They use this they use this needle drop a couple times for the same exact purpose, and then they use some love songs for when Arnie's in there. It it all it all works really well, I think. Yeah, there's uh You're Mine Now or You're All Mine yep. when um the girls when Lee is alone in the car and she like Yep, yep. God <laughs> she like Yes God chokes. <laughs> all the yeah, all the uh, and all the lights come on in the car and it also looks like <laughs> when someone but don't dies, say all the lights come on in the car light. because that's very different there is a like a spotlight under both. <laughs> yes. See, it's it's yes. not all the lights turn to bright. It's there is an well, extra light. What I was building to in the sentence was, and somehow it looks like when someone dies in a movie and they go into the light or this uh, the briefcase from <laughs> Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction, yeah, is brighter than that for sure. Apparently, they um for the shots outside where Christine was like chasing people they put airplane headlights in her like oh those models God. had airplane no headlights so bright yeah which again crazy. just makes you think of futurama when the headlights are so bright they like burn through things yes yeah yeah it does seem like if you look directly into this you would go blind oh yeah also it's a daytime football game weird well that's not that unusual for high schools my our high school played at night but that was uh not necessarily the norm okay i just assumed that a friday night game it, it, it is in places where football is big, but um, the uh, what's the name of that Catholic high school in our area? Uh, oh, it was Shanahan? Yeah, they uh, they didn't have lights. So when you played Shanahan, you played Saturday afternoon. Oh, but they could. So they didn't just come to uh, like play uh, you guys there. They would when they played away games, they would play on Friday nights. But they when they had home games, it was Saturday afternoons. Mm. OK, so it's not that unusual. And I remember. We didn't play a lot of. I think our coaches were like, "This is way cooler for the kids in the school if yeah. we're playing Friday nights." Um, so we tended to play Friday night games. But I, th- I think there were some other schools in the broader area that either didn't have lights or didn't have good enough lights to have you know safe football at night. Because hmm. it's it's a lot of electricity to run those. I mean, it's yeah. sneaky how difficult it and expensive it is. Yeah, the I just I just think I don't remember going to any day games for you. I only ever played one day game in two years. Okay, so. The JV games were daytime, but the, the the varsity games were at night. Okay, except for the one, which we all hated because it was like it was like the wrong. What day time did you have to like, be up for those? Like ten? I don't. I honestly don't remember because it was just the one time. But I do remember like having a practice on Friday and us all being like, "Oh, we have an extra practice this week. <laughs> like this sucks. <laughs> this is supposed to be the <laughs> this thing. Really sucks. Yeah, yeah." And we didn't do like a full practice. It was like you know a half practice, but still, it's just like ugh. Like, what are we doing here? Uh, so anyway, we're at the football game. The there's like a play, and then they go back to the huddle, and they call a play, and and Dennis, who is on this football team, has to like ask the quarterback what he wants him to do. And I'm like, okay, no, <laughs> like you he call just a told play, you. and the play has instructions. And then the quarterback says, "Hey, Dennis, hang out in the flat," which means like the area directly to the left or right of the quarterback, you like know, immediately the flat. there. Yeah, well, not like two feet away, but like. Between the quarterback and the, the sideline mm-hmm. is the flat, you know, because it's flat. Gotcha. <laughs> like, oh, I mean? on it's the plane. Like, I got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Like, on the plane, like, hang out in the flat. So, it's like, oh, okay, he's going to, like, kind of wait, maybe catch a pass. Toss it to the go. side. But then, he, right, he starts running down the sideline. I'm like, okay, this is not, <laughs> this is not hanging out in the flat, but okay, what are we doing? And then he sees... Arnie get out of Christine with Lee and then just start fully making out. By the way, they park like 
16 inches from the end of the field. It just seems it's a parking like spot, all of though. these cars... I know, but it just seems like this is poorly set up. Like some kid's gonna like not be looking and run through it into a vehicle. <laughs> probably, probably. You need a fence there. So he like is so distracted by this that he barely turns around to catch the pass. He gets his legs cut out from under him. He takes a really nasty it's bad. spill. And we we learn when he wakes up in the hospital that he was a millimeter away from being, or sorry, a centimeter away from being paralyzed from the waist down. Jesus, oof. So his football career is over. But then, so yeah. when Arnie goes to visit him in the hospital, he's dressed normal again. Did you notice that? Yes, he is. I was like, what yeah, are we doing? I did. And it, well, it felt like, and again, the movie doesn't do a great job of this, but in hindsight, it feels like the movie was trying to show that like Arnie's not fully there because the next time he comes in the hospital, Arnie is fully gone. Yeah. But this is like, but I just feel like, like two entities battling for control of Arnie. The way to do it is to like piece by piece, little by little. Rather than, like, this scene, he's dressed like a greaser. This scene, he's not. Like, you need to be like, he doesn't wear his glasses. Or he's wearing his hair differently. And then you add on the glasses. Then all of a sudden, he's wearing white t-shirts. Or, like, like build to it. Absolutely, yeah. And then Arnie... So Arnie and and him talk. And then he was like, how did you fix up Christine so fast? And Arnie's like, well, I'm good. Um, But it's not because... Like, he doesn't know Christine fixed herself yet. So she could have done that before, I guess. Right. And as he leaves, he goes, part of being a parent is trying to kill your kids. And that's the end of the scene. And I was like, not going to elaborate on that at all. Right. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Hey, uh, excuse me. Hey, hey, can you elaborate? I have what the fuck several are you questions talking about <laughs> because even in context of the movie, I don't get that. No, it makes absolutely no sense. Well, I could see why Arnie feels that way because his parents are. Well, his parents are awful, but I don't. They're not trying to kill him. Super makes sense. No, no. Uh, So we're at the drive-in. Beautiful looking drive-in. Love this car at a drive-in. Looks great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Uh, This drive-in has the old, the little, the. That's right. The corded speakers. speakers. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I had to use. I I bought a like. It looks like a, a spy, like a like a '90s spy communicator little radio you didn't take the orange radio what orange radio oh orange radio no i don't think i have that oh really i would have i i feel like you should have i should have that i don't think our grandparents our grandparents had this i'm sure it was a tropicana giveaway it was florida's best or whatever whatever i don't remember which company was but it's a radio that looks like an orange it's actually really great it's delightful Mm -hmm. and the the antenna is a straw just sticking out of the orange Yes, yes. I, one of the I remember the ad campaign, but not which company it was for. But it was like literally they stuck a straw in the orange, and then it was like, "This is how fresh our juice is." I'm pretty sure it's Tropicana, but which is by the which is all bullshit. By the way, orange juice production is truly horrifying. It is. It is. It's maraschino cherries. It's just. It's the same thing. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah. So we're at the drive-in. Sorry for distracting. You had a little radio. I had because they everything on their website's like, do not use your car for this. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, do not use your car for this. Um, because we, I the 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 second time I went to the drive-in, I did use my car, and I needed to get a jump before I could leave. That's exactly why. Um, yeah. But so I first we uh, it, it was daytime when we got there. Well, not quite. It was like still twilight. Twilight. So we. I had my car fi- like be- butt facing the screen, so we sat in the trunk and like ate our food oh, and sure, stuff. Sure. And then we turned the car around when it started to get cold, like dark and cold. So, but we had oh, to use this nice. little like yeah. this tiny like it's still in my car. 
And if I ever like nice. need an emergency radio or like we go to the drive-in, it's there. It's this tiny little yeah, yeah, tiny nice little guy. Yeah, yeah, nice to have for that. Yeah. Um, so Lee and Arnie have a big fight about Christine. They get out of the car, and she tells them how much she hates the car, and she, you know, she, she doesn't want a bone in the car. Like, Right, they're making out, getting handsy, and she's like, eh, not right now. And she's like, I don't want to have sex with you in this car, I can't do it. Does Christine turn a song on? or Because they keep cutting from his hand on her boob to the they, the radio. They, she doesn't, she doesn't, but it, you do, it does feel like it's about to. Okay. She, I suppose, sorry. That's, oh my god, that's the other hilarious thing. So I watched this on um, archive.org, that like free library website we've talked about before. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not called, I Googled, you know, Christine 1983, because there's yeah. apparently some other movie called Christine that's unrelated from like five years ago. Oh, interesting. And so. Oh, yeah. It's about that newscaster who killed herself. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So I saw, I was like, oh, archive. Great. And I clicked it and it just says 1983 in parentheses. And I was like, huh? But huh. then the source file says Christine in it. So I was like, this seems correct. <laughs> that's really funny uh, this movie was on hulu at the time that we were going to do it the first time and then it just expired this month and i was like god damn it i didn't watch it and then it turned out i owned it and <laughs> i had forgotten there's only one review or comment or whatever they call it but it says i feel so bad for christine he he couldn't live without his master so he died and i was like she christine it's a she like <laughs> maybe arnie couldn't live without his master no, it's, I felt so bad for Christine. Oh. Yeah, I felt so bad for Christine. He, could, he couldn't live without his master, oh, so he oh, died. I was interpreting it as like, I felt so bad for Christine. Arnie couldn't live without her, so he died. No, it was one sentence. I mean, it could have been, like, but it was one sentence. Like now, like now, uh, Arnie, Arnie, like now Christine is alone. But yeah, I, I was like, are you, I was like, it's Christine. It's she. Explicitly <laughs> throughout the whole movie, it's a she. <laughs> yeah. But she makes... So she starts choking. Well, she makes one of the windshield wipers stop working, so Arnie has to get out of the car. That's right. That's right. So... Yeah. It's very, very good, like, car as a character, human person. Thing. Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, that makes sense. And then he gets out of the car, and all of a sudden, it's like angel light, and she's choking on her yes. burger. And I was like, okay. but And it's not like they cut to outside the car, and no one can see it. Inside, Like, they cut to outside the car in the rain, and it's like, it looks like she's being fucking raptured. Yes, it really does. And she's choking and trying to get Arnie can't get in the car. Christine locks him out. She finally gets the door unlocked and the guy in the car next door pulls her out and very clearly starts giving her the Heimlich. And Arnie's like, get your damn hands off her, Biff. And I'm like, no, you fool. Calm down, Danny Zuko. Like, but they he does give her the Heimlich and we don't get the like classic movie thing of like the food going flying to camera like they usually do they just or at all like it doesn't even like pop out yeah. it's just sort of like well that's right. Heimlich worked I guess yeah it was it was like it was as if she it got it popped out of her throat and was like oh good I can finish chewing on this <laughs> nom, 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 nom. but the guy who gives her the Heimlich then turns it into like a pretty sensual behind hug it was a very odd. I did not get statement. sensual from that, but I, I can relook. It, it was like just a little warmer than I thought it would be. Like it wasn't immediately like, oh my God, are you okay? It was like an embrace from behind. I just feel like the embrace from behind is only people in a, like only romantic connection. Yeah. You don't give a, a friend or a relative a from behind hug. I give, I might give a friend, some friends. This is not a friendly from behind hug, I should say. Okay. You could certainly do it, but this is not the kind of hug you'd give a friend, I don't think. Um, but he's like, what are you doing? Get off of her. And I was like, what do you think? 
what yeah what do you think is happening right now do you think this man is just wantonly committing sexual assault like what's happening so he he drives her home and she's like basically like i i I don't think this is gonna work i can't i can't deal with the car she's mad at him and he like grabs her face and he's like i think you're just sexually frustrated and i was like what the what the hell where did this come from yeah, who are you? Why are you like this? New achievement stuff? unlocked. Misogynist jerk. <laughs> yeah. So he, he, I also, they never show how Arnie gets from the garage, which is a drivable distance from his house home. Because he, he has to store. Oh, yeah. How does he get home or to yeah, the garage? Never explain this. Right. It's like, is he walking like three miles to and from this garage to get to this car? He must be. Wait, he gets in the car and it won't start and he has to like rub her and be like i yeah. still love you baby Come on, baby yeah and then when it turns on the radio is singing a song that says i love you and i was like oh okay yeah uh so this is probably the most fun kinetic energy scene of the movie the oh bullies yeah all break into this garage and just destroy this car which has to be one of the top five most fun things they ever got to film oh a hundred percent that's got to be great smashing the windows it's like this in that um zombie land scene yeah, yeah. In the general store. Right, right. But they're just like smashing her all to pieces. Do we see the guy poop on the dash? Was I taking We don't. Note? We see him okay. slice up the the, the, seat. the seat and then Christine set uh turns on knock 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 but you can't come in. I'm like he's already in. Yeah. Yeah. Too late. He's in the car. Yeah. Like it should have been like a st- song with like stop in it. Well, I thought that this was going to be when Christine started fighting back. Like, I thought the door was going to slam I wanted. Him. I was like, girl, if you can fight back, why aren't yeah. you? With your weird nebulous right. car powers. Right. Like, it, you could, like, for one, there's a guy standing on the hood. You could have easily had her do, like, a flip, like, bucking Bronco launch this guy. Oh, yeah. Like, right into the, the yeah, wall like he, behind him. Yeah. And then this other guy's, like, half in, half out. Like, you could have had the door cut him in half. Mm-hmm. I, it should have. I wanted more of that kind of stuff. Or, or this would be a great opportunity for, like, the seatbelt as, like, a snake, like, wrapping around his neck. Yeah. Grab him. Yeah. None of that happens, but I it should Doors frankly. opening, knocking people over, like. Uh-huh. Yep. That for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I Because, I th- like, so if you, you kind of have to, like, run down the hill with this one. Like, Christine realizes that she's being smashed up and that Arnie will get mad at lee and then push her away and bond with her more yes. but she yep. didn't know yep. the bullies were coming anyways so once they started just right. kill him come on right. come on yeah it, this seems baby <laughs> come on <laughs> show us something this would have been just as crazy if instead of them because the, the scene right after this is arnie and lee come to the to see the car and instead of it being oh there's the car all smashed abyss it's there's four dead bodies around your car. And the car is perfect. Yeah. Because I forgot she didn't fix herself until later. I thought, right. I forgot that they see the messy, the fucked up car. But yeah, it, that, that would have been so much more interesting. Yeah. Of all that. And then Agreed. you can show us yeah. now, you can show us her fixing herself because those shots are amazing and, and, and wonderful. They, I mean, that that's, yeah. It's going to look terrible in CGI if they ever make this movie, but you know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 100% it's going to look awful. Did you look up how they did it? Was it like inflatable stuff? I think it was they like built a car chassis with um some kind of plastic that looks okay. like metal but like is is uh, like crushable and then yeah. they were I think they Ran like reverse. reversed it. They like makes sense. Uh hydraulic sucked it in to crush it mm. and like bend it. 
and then reversed it. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Because yeah. all the other shots are very obvious reversals. I just was curious if you had looked it up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I wanted her to kill. I wanted her to kill. I was like, come on. Yeah. Like, you're... It's more interesting. Because the, the ways that she ends up killing the people are not that interesting. She just runs them over. No, yeah. And also, yeah. like, I, how did that chubby bully get killed? It was a slow squish. You got slow squished? Yes. Come on, my dude. Yeah. I, I mean, he is backed up against a brick wall. And this is a very powerful vehicle, so I could. But it's slowly it cuts him in half, scooching in. Like you couldn't jump onto the hood and come on. Uh, that's like right. come. He sh- yeah, he should. Yeah, yeah. You're right. He should have got on the hood. You don't have to like do what I used to do and like Spider Man up the wall, but like you could right. hop onto the hood. Come on. Yeah, you would think. Yeah, he doesn't have the upper body strength. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they, uh, Arnie and Lee show up, and he is you know beside himself, and she's clearly upset for him like who did this yeah are you yeah. okay do you know what happened yeah, yeah yeah and he like snaps at her because he's he's yeah. broken um and he's doing the thing where like the car is in tatters and he's like very methodically putting the rubber gasket back around the window frame <laughs> yes if it would be useful he's in any way. the jackie kennedy yeah 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 <laughs> oh man that's fucking dark <laughs> oh come on you're gonna get a text from mom You're getting a text from Bob, just so you know. It's going to be very upset. Look, I, she knows I have a reverence for that whole... You're not wrong. It's funny. Yeah. I, it it pains me forever that I will never see the pink suit, because it cannot come out in public view until after I'm dead. I would love to see that suit. Uh, anyway, they're talking about like applying to the same colleges, by the way, as they walk up to... She's not into that conversation. Machine. No, she's like, uh... Let's let's go back to the part where we make out and grow. She's each like, other. I'm That's I'm, I'm starting to pull away from this relationship, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so his car's all smashed. We cut to him at home, and he's just like screaming. This well, his parents. The way he's acting. His parents are like, we're sorry what that about that happened, and he's like, it's your we're fault. You buy may buy a new car. You may put it there, and then they're like, we want to help you buy a new car. We feel so bad, and he's like, yeah. that's what everybody wants to get rid of Christine, and I was like, yeah, it's just a. It's a 20-year-old car. Like, right. what? Right. And it's like, you see a little bit of the argument of like, you know, I worked really hard to do this. I did this all on my own. And now everybody's like, well, it's trash now. And it's like, well, I did a lot of fucking work to get here. But in a few moments, we learn that the car can fix itself. And so all that goes out the window is any logical connection. Uh-huh. But, he, but he, this is... He chokes his dad in the in the yeah, foyer, well, the lobby, whatever we're cho- gonna call he it. He chokes his he chokes his dad in the foyer and calls him a motherfucker, which is accurate. Oh, oh. <laughs> but yeah, like they say, we want to pe- help you buy a new car, and he's like, "Fuck you both," and runs away. And his dad's like, but he's like, "You get back this- in there and apologize. This is ridiculous." And then he chokes him. Yeah, the way he's behaving right now would be the reason the parents act like they do in the first part of the movie. Yes. But he's he's full on like like hey I'm Danny Zuko. Hey, I'm going yeah. to I'm 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 going to hit the hay pops or hit the sack or whatever. Yeah. And I was like Yeah, yeah, he Huh? He like winks at him almost on the way out. Uh so we we he's back in the garage and he hears Christine fix a part of the engine. He doesn't see it. And he's, he realizes instantly that, like, something supernatural is happening here. And so he gets this, like, sexual glint in his eye. And he's like, I, okay. I do kind of love, like, the buildup to it. Cause it oh, it's, this is probably the best scene in the whole movie. 
Yeah, there's, I mean, there's a couple, um, but he, like, the, the framing of the shot and the cinematography and everything, he, like, walks. Did you do that on purpose? Yeah. Cinematography. Okay. okay. I just wanted to, to stop the tweets. It's something that we, we kind of say, and then I heard it on Bob's Burgers, and I was like, oh, so I'm not the only one to make that joke. Yeah. Um, it's like uh, a very low camera shot with the headlights. And so he's in full silhouette walking away from the car mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. turns and then he's sort of like, it looks like he's kind of like floating in an abyss because the warehouse is so dark. Right. And the camera like slowly pushes in and he, you're right. You're kind of a little sexual. Um, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's like a, hung, a sexual hunger that we see in Arnie right here. And he goes, okay, show me. And then this like, all these magic shots and it's so cool. Yeah. I wouldn't want them to do this because it's great in the movie, but there's a version of this where you put like careless whisper under this next part as he watches this happen. Or or some <laughs> some kind of something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you but know yeah, what? it's awesome. It's probably the best effect shot in the movie, I would say, at least. It would have been interesting for something like um Unchained like something in the vein of Unchained Melodies. Sure. That's sure, like, sure. like it's not sexy, key. but it's like a soft romantic song. Yeah, yeah. Because there's just some, yeah. Like she fixes the radio first and then turns that on to be like, watch what I can do. Right, right. Yeah, and and like you can't do it for safety reasons with the special effects shots, obviously. But like, it also would be cool if he like had his hand on the car while this was happening. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder. Maybe you could do that. I don't know. Probably not, but well, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. I don't think you could. I don't think it would be safe to do the like sucking in part with someone close by, just in case like anything went wrong. Yeah, and then you just you just show it in reverse. So, uh, but so now Christine's on the hunt. But also, like, first we go. After- I was. Oh, I've always been curious. How is he going to explain this overnight fix? Like, he just kind of tries to hand wave it away because he does get specifically asked about this a couple of times. Like the detective uh, who we'll meet in a minute, and I'm we'll we'll, we'll save. We'll get there. Uh, is like weren't there holes punched in the body? And he's like, oh yeah, you can see the the part where it's not blended. The paint doesn't match. And he's like, I can't, <laughs> I'm looking at it. I don't see what you're talking about. That would see. I think that is a moment that in a, in a remake with some CGI could be interesting that like the camera could be like over Arnie's shoulder talking to the detective. And as he's like, oh no, there's definitely still some mistakes. The camera could like pull down and watch Christine, like make them make them. Oh yeah, to genius! Be, like, Love that. Oh, look at this, and or, or like whatever, like oh, on the on the other side of the car, like that kind of stuff. I think could be interesting. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I love that idea. The, the to be clear, the CGI version of this movie is going to be dreadful. Yes, that shot you're talking about sounds great. Although you could probably blend that with a real practical effect. Oh, for sure, they won't because they won't. No. They don't do that. But you know, yeah. Um. Um, so first we get the, 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 the heaviest set of the, of the bullies and he gets like chased down in the street. To the Matilda song. Yes. To the Matilda song. Uh, not send me on my way. The other one. Yeah. Um, The, it's like her dancing song. (laughs) The pancake song. (laughs) Oh boy. I mean, that's kind of appropriate needle droppy. Yeah. It would be very funny. Uh, he's like, you ain't mad, are you? Uh, yeah, we're, I didn't mean it. Um, the uh, I didn't mean to poop on your dashboard. I, it was just I had to poop. Uh, so it ends up that he's like in a loading dock, I guess. But the loading dock is so narrow that Christine can't fit. Which makes like me what? How yeah, what truck? What, what truck loading truck fit? is this? Yeah. 
yeah, like the, the the back cab of a truck. But the shot of Christine being like, well, fuck it, I'll fit in there anyway. And just like scrunching into this space so that she can cut this guy in half is bonkers. It's really good. Um, this is that's another sequence that I always remember. Like the, it's it's just a really good chase sequence. Yes, it is. There's a couple of those in this last part of the movie. It's got kind of the energy of not quite a final girl circuit, but like one of those kind of feelings, even though, you know, he's yeah. going to die. Like, you know that he's not making it out of this, but like, yes. Yeah. It's, it's like, I, I got no way out. I'm done. Dynamic and really interesting. So we cut to the hospital and Arnie does the absolute worst beer pour I've ever seen in my entire life. It's just one inch of beer liquid and the entire cup of foam in this, uh, beer stein that he's brought with him you pour against the glass right like you tilt and do the glass right tilt and pour yeah 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 so that there's some foam but not this is just a good like it would be several minutes before you could drink i can't drink this and arnie starts like crushing the rest of the beer straight out of the can and giving crazy eyes yeah and dennis is very concerned for his friend he looks this is like honestly this part where arnie's been more taken over reminds me a lot of a vampire movie okay I can see that. It's definitely the sort of like, I've not fully turned, but I'm basically turned sort of vibes, like from a Lost Boys or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I, if I don't kill before the next full moon or whatever, I won't turn, but yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm dabbling. Yeah. I'm going to turn. I'm going to do the killing. Uh, and we cut to school where we get our fave. Our favorite drunk <laughs> angel. The one and only Harry Dean Stanton. <laughs> Who, uh... I texted Trip about this on the Oscars night, but when uh, Sarah Polly won for Best Writer, they were like, Sarah Polly, you know, well, her first nomination, her screen debut was in the Disney classic One Magic Christmas. And I was like, we're calling it a what now? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Molly fucking Monahan won an Oscar. Molly everybody. fucking Monahan! She, she biked her way to an Oscar. She has an Oscar. Uh, but uh, this is like, I think this is maybe the best scene in the movie in terms of uh, Keith Gordon, like acting like Harry Dean Stanton, as much as we make fun of him a little bit, is a great actor. Yeah. Very talented. A heavyweight, you know, a guy who can hold his weight against anybody. And and Keith Gordon holds his weight here. They they have like a great back and forth. And this whole this whole sequence here is great. I think I just didn't like that Arnie was coming in so hot. Like, yes. Like, yes. you're clearly being questioned for a murder, my dude. Like, right, right. let's scale it back a bit. Let's... He, he's too smart to play this this Broadly. antagonistically for no reason. Yes. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Because he's like, you know, oh, you know, where'd you get the paint? And he's like, I don't think they make this shade of red anymore. Where'd you manage to find it? And he's like, ah, I bought it at this auto parts store out there. And he's like, oh, where's the... Do you have the receipt? And he's like tossed it away and it's just like you're you're he's playing it like tom cruise and he does not need to be playing it like tom cruise right but it's like tom cruise as an asshole character is like you're gonna draw more heat on yourself man you're trying to avoid heat uh so they 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 go you know he's looking at the car and he he's also wearing the body work a leather like a buttoned leather vest and i was like what are we wearing it's very odd looking it is very odd looking uh so they 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 Harding Stanton goes away, but is very clearly still very suspicious of this whole Because he says, I talked to your girlfriend and she said your car was totaled. And he, he keeps yeah. trying to play it off like, no, 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 no. It was just a little messed up. Like It was way worse. It looked way worse than it was. Because mm-hmm. no one saw it. So technically it's his word against hers. Right, right. Like I'm surprised he did. He wasn't like, what do women know about cars, right? Am I right, man? Yeah. Yeah. That is exactly the energy of this scene for sure. 
Um, so we go to the bullies and they're buying some booze. And I don't know if you noticed this with the co-bully, the one who's in the, the shotgun seat. He doesn't mm-hmm. get much to do in the whole movie, but he's actually is the actor from Ghostbusters who Bill Murray is like testing and electrocuting. Oh, I th- so I thought he was Chili from or Shelly from the one Friday the Not, 13th. I assume. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He does have similar hair. The, like Shelley. prankster Shelley, guy. Sh- yeah. Shelly looks a little bit more like the first bully who gets killed, I think. Yeah, I think facially, yeah, Shelly Shelly has a similar face to this bully, but yeah, yeah. So we've got the forty-year-old bully and the guy from Ghostbusters, we have John Travolta. Driving. Yeah, the forty-year-old <laughs> bully, John Travolta, uh, and they're getting chased down from. Or no, hang on, Christine. Jim Borbolto. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna remember that. Jim Borbolta. They're they're Christine like chases them down. They come to a big stop, then they throw it in reverse and are, like you know trying to back. Back into speed. her, and she's matching yeah. their speed. So they end up driving to this gas station where a third member of the bully party lives, who is um, mm-hmm. the Ted tall skinny one. The 13th. Yeah, Ted from Friday the 13th Part 2. Not yes, there we go. The Ted, Not Ted Gagan, who we interviewed, but the Ted in the film. Uh, and no, so he's... They get out of is he Ted car. or is he the other one? Is he, no, he's Ted. I looked it up. Because I thought he looked more like... Uh, like uh, He was more Crispin Glover than he was Ted. No, not no. You're thinking of Friday the Thirteenth Part Four. I'm talking about Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. Right. There is a Ted in two and a Ted in four. I can't. You got to not do that, y'all. <laughs> um. So this is tall redhead Ted from Friday the Thirteenth Part Two, working at the gas station as a mechanic of some sort. Christine, the the bullies get out of their car. Christine t-bones it. It looks really delightful. Two mm-hmm. cars actually smashed into each other on a camera. Imagine that. I know. Uh, it's so good. And and then she backs up and the cars are kind of stuck together. So it's like it holds for a little bit. They get pulled apart. Then she rams back into it, hits it into the gas station, into the guy, the, 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 the one bully. bully. The Shelly bully blows up and kills the bully, the uh, bully who was Ted from Friday the 13th as well. So here's the thing. Here's what's crazy. So I'm I, I haven't seen it in a minute. Obviously, I know all the bullies have to die because it's Stephen King. Yeah. Yeah. It, it drives into the one, the Shelly bully into the gas thing. Mm. We get a nice dummy. The the Ted bully is it's like, like a wall of gas cans that they smash into. Basically, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah, and then Ted Bully is like backing away, and there's a car that's lifted, and he's backing yes. up into it. And I was like, "Oh, he's gonna get yeah. crushed by a car." That's what this is gonna it be. It felt very much to me like a we had to cut this to not get the X rating kind of situation. Yeah, it could be, but or I, maybe I was like, it was an R to PG thirteen thing. I don't know what this movie's rated. Probably R. It's a lot of violence. I would guess, but I yeah yeah. Um, because I was like, "Ooh, he's." Ooh, he's definitely getting squished, but he doesn't. It, yeah. The whole place explodes and it's beautiful. And then a Great flaming, fire. driving Christine comes out. Truly unbelievably like, cool. I wish like, more movies had flaming, driving cars. Yeah. They don't it's drive. They just flame. Cool. I want them yeah. to drive too. Yeah. This is the kind of thing that somebody proposes in a meeting and everyone around the table is like, can we do that? <laughs> That's amazing. You know, cars can do that. You know some stuntman uh, was like, I can't throw myself yeah, down some stairs, that. so yeah. yes, we can do this. <laughs> yeah, I'll just wear two fire suits. It's fine. I, I, I'll drive a car on fire. Don't worry about it. I wonder if it would be like one of those situations where they have it. Although it wasn't in this movie because it was, it was not didn't have anything connected to it. I was like, you could theoretically do one of those things where it's like the actual 
cars in the back and then it's like connected. Yeah. There's like a fake, it's like just the chassis and wheels that would be flaming. So there'd be no risk of, you know, explosion or whatever. Right. Right. I mean, if you were doing it now, you'd have some sort of rig where like a vehicle was basically pushing Christine on like a, you know, or pulling 10 feet in front of it or pulling it. Yeah. I don't know how they did it then. Cause it, I mean, if they, if they went and manually colored the wire out, that would probably be the most logical one. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so it, my guess is that they just set the car on fire and somebody drove it. Probably. Uh, so Jim Borbolta is running down a road. He's running straight because people are dumb in this universe. Yeah. Or at least just not don't run on the road. Yeah. Like find a concrete the structure be, and go up. Yeah, or, but even if there's no concrete structure, the car is much slower bouncing along a field. You know, yeah. you got you got some advantage. Um, I have to say, anticlimactic death. Great dead body. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Uh, but also, as we see Christine here, she kind of looks like when Jaws pops out of the water after you blow it up in the Universal Jaws ride. See, I think like that's more when charred. she gets when she gets to the to the to them to. That's true. Yeah, she just more like it there. But uh, yeah, she's she's like running and running and running, and then we cut to a shot of her from behind, and sh- we just see like a kunk kunk kunk, and we see the dead body in the road. It's fl- it's a flaming dead body. It looks great, but yes, the death is yeah. kind of anticlimactic. Yeah. So we, I think this, you talked about uh, Prosky's character who owns the garage being a, a smuggler. And I think we get a little bit of allusion to that here because Christine goes rolling in and he sees it. And then he's and it, like, like we said, weird. it looks like <laughs> Jaws in this at a the end corpse. Yeah. And he picks up the phone and calls somebody and you hear him be like, oh, is Arnie there? Was he driving my caddy? And he's still there. Okay. And so he's like, oh, something's up here. But like, why is Arnie driving his car? It doesn't really make any sense. I mean, I so guess maybe that was like a dropped part of the smuggler thing. Yeah. I, I think it was, I was just assumed to be like, hey, it's, you know, you're doing errands for me. Just take my car. Right. Right. So he grabs his gun and he goes and sort of like investigates what's going on. He uh, looks inside Christine. He doesn't see anything. Well, he says he like, get out of there, punk. Which is, yeah. it's, it's nice that he's like very clearly very protective of Arnie's car because it's been destroyed yes. and he's like, I'll yeah. doing something. And then I don't know what it is. Like, I want more something like give me so, like a, a chime or like a mystical sound or something. The that... only thing I can think here is like, so he open he tries to open the door. It's very hot. Obviously, it was just on fire. So he grabs a rag and he opens it. He's got the gun. Nobody's there. And at this point, Christine's like, oh, OK, he's like protecting me. He's fine. Mm-hmm. And then he gets in the car and he sort of has this like look of ecstasy as he's like pretending to drive it, which I don't really like. It doesn't make any sense to me because if we had a scene earlier in the movie where he was like, you did a great job with the car, kid. Let me take it for a spin. And Arnie was like, absolutely not. Yeah. Like, I'll take you for your ride, but you're not driving my car. And so him being like, oh, I get to be in the driver's seat, you know, like it would. It, it just would seems so sense. weird that like. A man this old who owns a garage is like, yeah, this charred, blackened, smoking, like, yes, currently hot car. I'm gonna get yeah. inside of it. Like, yeah, give yeah. me a magical chime or a, or a something yeah. that says like she's pulling him in. Yes, yes, because it doesn't seem like she is. It seems like he gets in and then she's like, oh, how dare you? I'm a one woman man. Well, I did. I man woman. Excuse I did not consent to this. Get ready to yeah, die. Yeah. Yeah, and so she uses the seat to go forward and squishes him against the steering. And the song is called is called Boney Maroney about a girl being too skinny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we cut to Harry Dean Stanton investigating the uh, 
the situation. Christine is now perfect again. Yes. Yeah. Gleaming and, and, and as beautiful as always. But he's still uh, dead. He was like, oh, he was dead in your front seat with a shotgun next to him. I was like, you couldn't pop him out the side. <laughs> Christine couldn't be like. Yeah. <laughs> well, how would she push him out? She I don't know. Seat hands. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. I also think there's like a real, like, I think the book might be a little more obvious about this. Cause I mentioned that like Arnie has like sort of a vampire thing happening. And I do think there's supposed to be a connection between the car sort of absorbing people's energy. Mm. I mean, that would make sense why Arnie's going back to the fifties. Right. And so Arnie's going back to the fifties and then Christine kills Robert Prosky right after she kills this other guy. And then she can put herself back together. It's like she sucks up their life force to use to fix herself. But the movie doesn't put enough of an emphasis on that. So it doesn't. No, because she fixed herself without having killed anyone. Right. The first time. Yeah. Um, You could argue that she was taking that energy from Arnie. Yes. Um, It was like a willing. It was like a Renfield, basically. Yeah. And like, again, like, hello, Mary Lou. Let's right. see more sunken eyes and right. Yeah, I, I, hundred percent. I'm not. This is very much a situation of like, well, the movie doesn't tell us this, but... yet. Yeah. Um, because this is where Arnie's like, I have no idea what's going on, and I'm like, but earlier when you were talking to Dennis in the hospital, it seemed like you definitely knew Christine murdered yes. a boy, but now yeah, you're like, you were, uh. you were gleefully talking about how this fat asshole got squished, and then. Harry Dean Stanton's like, they had to scoop his bottom half up with a shovel. <laughs> and you're like, well, don't you do that with shit? Pick it up with a shovel? I mean, okay, to be fair, mean murder, like, threaten, murder, threaten bullies. If you, if they die, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah. So we get, we're getting into the climax here. Uh, Arnie picks up Dennis, who's on crutches. He's also, we skipped Christmas for some reason. We go right, we, we go from Thanksgiving Christmas. to New Year's. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. I guess this would be kind of odd to have Christine doing her murders at Christmas time. Why not? It does seem weird. Why not? Uh, It's also weird that this movie is so aggressive. Like, we say all the time, like, oh, this movie needs a clock. And this movie has a a calendar, rather. And this movie has one. And I'm always like, I don't get what the point. Like, I'm fine. No, but the problem is it doesn't have enough calendar. It gives you three dates. And I was like, yes, I don't know what we're doing. What's what am I? What do I take from that? Yeah. Uh, um, but so Arnie's like really spiraling here. He picks up Dennis. They're driving. Arnie's drinking and driving and trying to get Dennis to drink. And he's like chucking the cans out the window and just Arnie's going. Uh, Arnie's going like a hundred miles an hour. Yeah, yeah. And and is like, oh, you know, I, you know, they 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 try to keep you apart. That's what love does. It's it just it drives you crazy. And he's like, who are you talking about? You broke up with Lee. And he's like, I'm talking about Christine, man. Yeah, well, no, he doesn't say you broke up with Lee. He's like, you feel that way about Lee, huh? And he's and Arnie's like, you idiot. No, it's Christine. Yeah, and like yeah. Dennis, the dumbass is like, let me talk to you. Let me try and while we're in Christine and we're going a hundred miles an hour, let me talk about why you should get rid of Christine. Like, yeah, really very read stupid. the room. Yeah. She can kiss a telephone pole at a hundred miles an hour and then fix herself. Yeah, exactly. She's going to launch you into a telephone pole. Uh, so he is like, okay, I got to do something to fix my friend. He kind of meets up with Lee and they, f- they form a plan. We see uh, Dennis scratch, the name of the garage into Christine's hood, to be mm-hmm. like, you know, meet us there tonight. Um, which I wondered, it was like, part of it was like, wait, so Christine can read, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she can feel maybe. Car. Yeah. Yeah. Well then she could, she knows letters that, you know what I mean? Like, oh, did, somebody, yeah. did somebody teach Christine to read like Helen Keller style, like forming the letters into the seat? Yeah. I don't know. I, that was the, I mean, 
Is it is do we think she's ghost possessed or demon possessed? If you had to guess, it doesn't. Yeah, I like I don't want the movie to have a firm like I don't want to watch yeah. someone die in the car because the remake's yeah. gonna be like she gets raped and murdered in the car and then that's right. Wh- right. And I don't need that. Right. But like, yeah. Do you think it it's seems a- more demonic than ghost to me? Yeah, I it agree. Doesn't seem like a individual person. It seems more like an entity. I would agree with that. Uh, so anyway, we cut to the garage. Lee and Dennis hotwire a, a front loader like a. It's like the slowest, clumsiest vehicle weapon you could have. But it does have tank treads. That's true. So it's pretty indestructible. Very helpful. Because in in another movie, they would have a car and the tires would get blown out and then they wouldn't be able to move. Mm -hmm. And then they'd have to last minute switch to something with tank treads. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So they're like alone in the dark garage. They're they're putting their bobcat or whatever in the middle. And then he's like, you should go over and hide in the in the office and then shut the door when the car comes in and as she's walking we find out this this like mountain of trash in the background christine's been yes. under it the whole time yeah it's yeah, a great it's reveal like, surprise bitches <laughs> yeah it's it's very pro wrestling of like by god he was in the front row under a mask <laughs> in a, in like the the fucking the, the hood the grinch wears into when he walks yes. into whoville yes. he just like throws it off yeah, yeah. Um, so she gets almost run over, but does like a very athletic jump. It's a nice little gymnastics move. jump. Yeah. Um, and then Christine, you know, sort of misses. She's like trying to come about. Um, Christine's they, front end is all gets all torn up and looks like a mouth. And I like it, yeah, it specifically like for this scene. Like, I don't ever need to yes. see it. Yep. I like it for this. And this scene yeah, only. It's, 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 it's basically like circling it with a big highlighter and just underlining it in a red pen at the same time. You can do that once. You mm-hmm. can't do that 12 times. And it's not like it's but moving or anything or like talking. Right. It's just yeah. been a, it's torn up and looks like that. Yeah. It's like it's the end of the movie. She's going to look like a shark. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. And, and then they, I, I have to say, they kind of ruined it by putting Arnie behind the wheel. Yeah. She doesn't need him. No. Yeah. And and also it makes more sense if Arnie's not behind the wheel and Arnie comes in and she kills Arnie because she's like, yes. you tried to stop me. Yes. It, yeah. I, I, I think this this is a bad choice uh, creatively in the movie. How, did you, does the book do that or is he? I, it's been too long. That's too specific of a detail. I, I remember that one line very vividly and I remember the generalities, <laughs> but uh, from what I read, it followed the book pretty closely. But um, yeah, so they, 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 go back and forth they end up playing chicken between the caterpillar and the car while and christine Man, like bothers office. to fix herself yes they only show that yeah. like torn up mouth for like a little bit and i was like come on yeah. why not yeah i agree i think it's because later she's doing it as like a self-preservation move and so they have to kind mm. of establish that she'll do it now but i agree with you it doesn't make a lot of sense but this ends up with a uh, game of chicken and Christine swerves and then ends up go crashing in the office where Lee is and launching Arnie out of the windshield. I guess he wasn't wearing a seatbelt. Yeah. Uh, and so he flies through and he gets a jump scare on Lee. Yeah. And then he, and unlike every character in scream, he gets a stab wound to the abdomen and dies immediately. <laughs> just boom, dead. He touches the every grill character- of the car, which like, shouldn't that be a hundred thousand degrees? <laughs> Yeah, but it's like a sort of like romantic-y thing. Mm. And then he, you think they both die and we're catching our breath. Oh, JK. Yeah, because these dumbasses think she needs a man. She doesn't need a man. Christine is her own independent woman. Thank you very much. Uh, So we get one more from Christine and then pretty cool move where 
Dennis jams the scoop of this thing into the back of Christine and she basically like rips herself out of it. And then he runs her over like a squishes like a tube of toothpaste. Yeah. And then we, we, um, we, we smash the back end all up and we see the odometer hit zero. And then, uh, some more of like, I'm putting myself back together reversals and eventually she dies. And there's a great cut of, they like drive the caterpillar over and she gets all smashed and we cut to Christine having been smooshed into a cube. Like the brave little toaster. To yes. Yes. And this is the part of the movie that I find most insane. And we're talking about a movie about a killer car, but like, it's fine to me that Dennis is like, Oh, the car is the problem. It's fine to me that Lee is like the car is the problem because they both seen it. Harry Dean Stanton is standing with them in the junkyard and he's like, well, you guys are heroes. You know, you did a good deed. You're going to save a lot of people's lives. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Does Harry Dean Stanton think know, know that the evil? car is evil? Because that's a big fucking leap for a police officer. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he doesn't. Maybe he just meant Arnie is dead. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But if if so, it's like, this is this guy's best friend and her boyfriend. Like, you're being pretty casual about how cool it is that they killed him. Yeah. And he's not drunk, so there's no excuse. No, he's not. Although, who knows? Yeah. Uh, and we get two two gags here that I like. One is like we hear a song and everyone is like, oh, fuck. And then we see a guy walk by with a boom box. That's mm-hmm. good. And then at the very, very end, we see Christine move just a just little. Just a wiggle. Just yeah. a little wiggle. So uh, final thoughts and recommendations? It's good. I like it. I, I, I definitely would recommend it. It's a it's a fun movie. It's long. I will say it's, yeah. it's too long. It's not. It's not top tier Carpenter for me, but it's no. a pretty, if you, if you took his name off it, it would be a pretty solid eighties horror movie. That's like fun. I also think it's like borderline. Okay. Like kids entry to horror. Cause there's not really much blood in it and there's not really any, like, I mean, obviously there's people die, but it's not like graphic in any way with the deaths. Yeah. It's not like a six year old. No. Like, yeah. It's definitely like, like, maybe not my first horror movie, but like, yeah. Early in my, in my. Yeah, I could think I could see it being an earlier part of a little kid who's like interested and wants to see a horror movie that you could. This is a pretty safe one. Uh, it's a little too long. I think you could shave 10 to 15 minutes out of this and lose Easily. basically nothing. Um, but it's I mean, solid performances all around. Carpenter doesn't do all the score because there's so many needle drops, but all the Carpenter, you know, synthy goodness of chase sequences is here. There's Honestly, the, like the, some of them sound they remind me of the thing, hunt, the shape hunts Allison. Like yes, there's, there's 100%. one of the chases yeah. that I was like, oh, this is, oh, wow. It feels a lot like his, his Andrew's referring to the, the 2018 or 20, I forget what year after that. But no, the, it was 18. The, it was, was the first movie. Okay. I think it was the first, the, the shape of Allison is the first one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I agree. I think there's some really great stuff here. So that, that stuff I all like a lot. So there's, it's, it, I, this is like a, I would say this is kind of a lighter recommend for me, but still very good. Yeah. Um, Oh, I, I, I'll Carp- throw I'll throw Natasha Leone is a voice of Christine because I ever since watching Poker <laughs> yeah, Face I want to I put her face, voice yeah. in everything now. Yeah, like, it's a fun it's a fun voice to do that cigarettes and whiskey voice. I made her uh, we I do it all the time for my boyfriend. Uh, I'll say move other movie quotes as that, and then I was like, wouldn't it be great if she was the voice of Ghostface? I would rather if uh, Natasha Leone was the Harry Dean Stanton character. If I'm being honest with you. Oh yeah, I mean if we're gonna put her in this movie, that's where she goes. Yeah. That's where she belongs. Yeah. Um, yeah, but just like, hey, hey, Arnie, what do you uh, do? You want to, uh, I don't know, fix me up a little bit, uh, give me a little polish, a little, uh, little, little transit, little transmission fluid. 
maybe I'll take care of the shitters that you ate so much. <laughs> yes. Um, anyway, that was the second half of January here in March. Thank you so much for listening to the show and bearing with us as we had to do a cancellation there. Um, check us out on Facebook. Uh, hit us up with a tweet at Dissect the 80s on Twitter. Don't forget to make those listener request calls, 856-347-7328. And uh, visit patreon.com slash the 80s to get more of our content, including Patreon folks get to pick another uh, bonus episode. So there's a Patreon-exclusive bonus episode coming in uh, June and a Patreon episode coming in April as well. So a lot of content coming your way on the Patreon at the $5 tier. Patreon.com slash Dissecting the 80s. Thank you so much for listening. I've been Trip Lano. I will always be Andrew Lano. Until next time. Don't you forget about me. Dissecting the 80s is a chum sum of this production. Ow.